Welcome to Workplace English Pod, a great way to improve your English on the go. Workplace English Pod is brought to you by Workplace English Training ePlatform, the Internet's largest business English resource for learners and teachers of business English. You can subscribe to Workplace English Training ePlatform at www.workplace-english-training.com and get access to podcast transcripts, study notes, interactive exercises, and thousands of additional resources in the training center. Welcoming business visitors. Knowing how to welcome business visitors is an important business speaking skill. This is often the first impression that a visitor will have of a company, so you need to make a good impression. Treat visitors in a friendly and relaxed manner, and make sure they are comfortable if they have to wait around. Take an interest in who they are and what they've been doing. Dan Roberts is an important client from England. He has an appointment to see Tina Chan, the sales manager, at 11:30. He arrives 20 minutes early so as to be in good time for the meeting. Tina Chan's secretary greets him and makes him feel welcome. It is important for the secretary to make sure Dan is made to feel welcome and is comfortable while he is waiting for the meeting. Hello, may I help you? Yes, I have an appointment to see Tina Chan at eleven thirty. I'm a bit early, actually. I'll just call Tina to see if she can meet you now. I'm afraid she's got someone in there with her at the moment. She said she'd be free in about ten minutes. That's fine. Would you like to take a seat while you wait? Yes, thanks. Can I get you something to drink? Yes, please. Could I have a coffee, please? Certainly. How do you like it? Milk with two sugars, please. Right. I'll get that for you now. Here you are. Be careful. The cup is a bit hot. Thank you. Have you just arrived in Hong Kong? No, I arrived a couple of days ago, actually. How do you find it? I like it. I even like the crowds. Oh, please excuse me. I have a call to answer. No problem. When a business visitor comes into the office. The first thing you should do is greet them in a polite and friendly manner. Let's see how the secretary does this. Hello, may I help you? May I help you is a common business greeting. Here are a few other ways of greeting a business visitor. Practice repeating these sentences after me. Good morning. Can I help you? Good afternoon. What can I do for you? Hello, is there anything I can do for you? How can I help you, sir? Dan explains that he is a little early for his appointment with Tina Chan. If a visitor arrives early for an appointment, it's always a good idea to check if the meeting time can be brought forward. The secretary says she'll check. This is what she said. I'll just call Tina to see if she can meet you now. Unfortunately, Tina is busy. She tells Dan, "I'm afraid she's got someone in there with her at the moment. She said she'd be free in about ten minutes." The secretary uses the phrase 
I'm afraid before she tells Dan the bad news. I'm afraid is used to soften bad news. It's like saying that you're sorry for something. Let's practice saying a few sentences starting with the phrase, I'm afraid. I'm afraid Miss Chan is still in a meeting. I'm afraid Miss Chan hasn't returned from lunch yet. I'm afraid Miss Chan is not available just yet. If a visitor has to wait for a while, the first thing you should do is offer them a seat. The secretary asks Dan, Would you like to take a seat while you wait? Alternatively, you could say, Please take a seat. Please make yourself comfortable. Or, would you like to sit down while you wait? After asking a visitor to take a seat, it's polite to offer them a drink. The secretary asks Dan, Can I get you something to drink? Can I get you is a useful phrase. Let's practice it. Repeat these sentences after me. Can I get you any tea or coffee? Can I get you some water? And if it's hot outside, you could ask, Can I get you a cold drink? Many Westerners like milk and or sugar in their tea and coffee. If your visitor asks for tea or coffee, you should always ask, How do you like it? They will then tell you whether or not they want milk or sugar, and if sugar, how many teaspoons. Let's hear that exchange from the dialogue. Certainly. How do you like it? Milk with two sugars, please. Right. I'll get that for you now. Once you have made your visitor comfortable, show an interest in them. If you know they've come from overseas, you might ask about their flight or where they're staying. If they're local, you might ask if they've had any trouble finding your office. The secretary knows that Dan is an overseas client. She asks him, Have you just arrived in Hong Kong? Here are some other questions you could ask an overseas visitor. Listen and repeat these sentences after me. How is your flight? Where are you staying? Which hotel are you staying at? How long will you stay in Hong Kong? How do you find Hong Kong? And if your visitor is local, you could ask, Did you find us okay? Did you have any trouble finding us? Is this your first visit? A little small talk is a good way of helping to make your visitor feel relaxed. Try to follow up your first question with a second and third question to develop the conversation a little. Let's see how the secretary does it. Have you just arrived in Hong Kong? No, I arrived a couple of days ago, actually. How do you find it? I like it. I even like the crowds. Oh, please excuse me. I have a call to answer. In this situation, 
The secretary was unable to develop the conversation further, as she had to take a call. In any case, it's not necessary for a secretary or a receptionist to go any further than asking a few basic questions. When Tina is ready to see Dan, she invites him into her office. Before discussing business right away, she makes a little small talk to set the mood and tone of the meeting. Hello, you must be Dan Roberts. My name is Tina Chan. I've been expecting you. Hello, I'm very pleased to meet you. Please come in and take a seat. Thank you. Did you have a good flight? Yes, although we were a bit late taking off. And where exactly are you staying in Hong Kong? Oh, it's a small hotel called the Princess in Causeway Bay. The Princess, not far away from here. Not far. It's about a fifteen-minute walk. And did you walk here? No, no. I took a taxi. How long are you staying in Hong Kong? Just a couple of days. Then I'm flying to Seoul. Have you ever been there? No, never. What's it like at this time of year? A bit cold and wet, actually. Is it? Okay. Well. Let's get down to business, shall we? In this dialogue, Dan meets Tina for the first time. Dan is an important overseas client, and Tina makes an effort to make him feel welcome. Let's see how Tina starts off. Hello, you must be Dan Roberts. My name is Tina Chan. I've been expecting you. She gives Dan a warm and sincere welcome by saying. You must be Dan Roberts. She's telling him that she doesn't need an introduction as she's expecting to see him. At the same time, she introduces herself. Let's practice a few greetings like this. Practice repeating these sentences after me. You must be Paul Smith. I'm Tina Chan. I've been expecting you. You must be David Wong. I'm Jane Jones. I've been expecting you. You must be Nancy Wing. I'm Claire Rogers. I've been expecting you. After greeting your visitor and shaking their hand, you don't want to keep them standing for long. Tina says. Please come in and take a seat. It would also be usual to just say, "Please take a seat, Dan." Tina uses small talk to break the ice and set the tone before they start talking business. Tina is clearly a good conversationalist. She uses a mixture of general and specific questions to find out more about Dan. Tina knows that Dan has come from England. So she first asks him about his flight. She asks, "Did you have a good flight?" "Did you have a good flight?" is a closed question. Closed questions are questions which generally only require a yes/no answer. Let's practice making some more closed questions. Repeat these questions after me. Did your flight arrive today? Is this your first time in Hong Kong? Have you been to Hong Kong before? Are you staying nearby?
Did you take a taxi here? If you are asked a closed question, try not to reply with just yes or no. Add some extra information to your answer, otherwise, conversations can quickly come to an end. Let's hear that exchange again, focusing on how Dan responds. Did you have a good flight? Yes, although we were a bit late taking off. Tina then asks, And where exactly are you staying in Hong Kong? Where exactly are you staying in Hong Kong is an open question. Open questions are questions, often using question words like where, when, why, what, and how. With open questions, the speaker is asking for more information than just yes or no. Open questions are very useful in helping to develop a conversation. In a way, you are forcing the person you are speaking with to provide you with a longer answer. Here are some other open questions that Tina could have asked Dan. Repeat them after me. Which hotel are you staying at? How did you get to the office? How long will you stay in Hong Kong? What else will you do during your visit? What are you doing this evening? When you make small talk, it's a good idea to ask a mixture of closed and open questions. This helps to make a conversation flow more smoothly. A minute or two of small talk is sufficient in most cases to break the ice and make your visitor feel relaxed in your company. Tina indicates that it might be time to start their meeting by saying, Is it? Okay. Well, let's get down to business, shall we? When a visitor comes to your office, the first thing to do is to make them feel physically comfortable by offering them a seat and a drink especially if they will need to wait some time before an appointment. If you are a secretary or a receptionist, ask a few general questions to relax your visitor. If you have an appointment with your visitor, make sure you greet them sincerely and tell them that you have been expecting them. Use small talk to break the ice before you get down to business. A mixture of open and closed questions is the best way to develop a conversation with someone you have just met. You can subscribe online at www.workplace-english-training.com.